We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Now here the Holy Ghost said something. Let's just say a little bit about this and come back to it later. Notice under what conditions that the Holy Spirit said something as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. I wonder sometimes if we would do more ministering to the Lord and fasting if he wouldn't say more to us. This is the kind of atmosphere where the Holy Ghost can speak to us. We need to minister more to the Lord. You ever notice so many of our say we don't minister to the Lord, we minister to one another. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. There was a family, an individual, in fact, said to me, they went out to eat. Took the wife and children. And uh, they were sitting there in the restaurant eating, you see. I mean, they'd already ordered, you know, to drink in there coffee or iced tea, whatever. Some things had already been brought to the table. And, you know, how kids are, they went ahead and prayed to kids, you know, because they ordered something that was quickly prepared. And they got it first and already started eating. Suddenly, the man said, I just jumped to my feet and I said to him, this rush home. They said, why? He said, I don't know. Just got a nerve. Just got a witness. Just got a perception. We should. And so they rushed home. And he, he didn't know what it was, but he rushed into the house. When he did, a fire had started. You see, if it waited, everything had been burned, but it just small. He was able to put it out. Blessed be God. That was a witness of the Spirit. See, we become more spirit conscious. A lot of things, you know, that we said, well, God did that. He had some purpose in it. <laughs> no, we missed it because we didn't listen. Amen. You can't find that anywhere in the Bible where these things happen. The Bible said God did that to teach them something. You'll find if they'd listened, just like if they'd listened to Paul here, they'd have saved the ship. They'd have saved the merchandise. As it was, they lost the whole thing. Like they lost all their lives. They were in peril and in danger and would have eventually lost their lives if they hadn't started to listen to Paul. Sure, God's not our enemy. He's trying to help us. He's not working against us. He's working for us. No wonder that people are confused. Bless their heart. I was preaching in a certain place and the preacher his church had burned down. They had just built a new addition. $200,000 addition. Refurbished the old auditorium. and $200,000 addition to the thing. $200,000 don't sound big now, but brother, back there then, it'd be like $750,000 a million dollars now. Some way or another, they made a mistake and didn't even have the thing injured. Run out on them thing burned to the ground. He didn't know where the God of the devil burned it down. God's not going around burning down churches. He's going around building them up, putting them up. That's the devil did that. But God overruled it and things worked out fine for them. Praise the Lord. But God didn't burn it down. But it's no wonder people are confused if the ministry's confused along this line. Now, here is a statement in Acts 13 chapter will help us further in receiving guidance from God. Paul had this perception. We'll call it a witness. But here in Acts 13, 1 and 2, now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers. And it goes on to list the names of five men. Among them was Barnabas and Saul. Now verse 2, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. Now here the Holy Ghost said something. Let's just say a little bit about this and come back to it later. Notice under what conditions that the Holy Spirit said something. 
as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. I wonder sometimes if we would do more ministering to the Lord and fasting if he wouldn't say more to us. This is the kind of atmosphere where the Holy Ghost can speak to us. We need to minister more to the Lord. You ever notice so many of our service, we don't minister to the Lord, we minister to one another. Not to the Lord, they minister to the Lord. Now, how he spoke, it doesn't say. It could have been that one of the prophets spoke out what the Spirit of God said. But for him to do so, the Spirit would have had to say it to him. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it'll be a little more authoritative than the inward witness, and it's more authoritative than what we call the inward voice. Now, I'm going to talk about this inward voice next. When he speaks to it, you're, speaks, you're not hearing it with your physical ear, though to you it's just as real as though he spoke physically. In fact, I looked around and said, who said that? People around me said, I never heard anything. Sometimes I've said to people, did you hear that? Going along in the car. And they look at me and said, no, I didn't hear anything. But you see, I'd heard with my physical ears the authoritative voice of the Spirit of God speaking. Now, let me repeat it. The inward witness is the most common way the Holy Ghost leads us. Now, number two, the inward voice. Sometimes the inward witness and the inward voice are, are related. The Holy Ghost leads us through what is known as the inward voice. Now, when I say inward voice, I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit speaking as we just read here when the Holy Ghost said something. That's more of an authoritative voice. Sometimes we call that inward voice a still, small voice. Really, much of the time, it's the voice of our own spirit speaking to us, our conscience. But you see, that voice is the voice of our spirit, but that voice is passing on to our minds what our spirits have picked up from the Spirit of God that's in us. Now, let me, let me tell you, you know, all I know to do is just teach people how I got there, and if you want to get there, well, then you can get there. I mean, if somebody wants to go to Oklahoma City, I can tell you how I got there. I've been there. And it's up to you. If you want to go, well, you can. <laughs> if you don't, well, just don't go. But I'll tell you how I learned. I, I, I didn't know these things any more than you did. Or, or we'd never, we weren't taught these things. But I began to learn those things on the bed of sickness 40-some-odd years ago. Now, for instance, I can remember the first time, and, and I, did, I, I knew it was God all right, Yet it wasn't an authoritative voice. It was just an inward, still, small voice. We say in our hearts, I don't mean this physical heart, in our, our spirits, the heart, the center of our being. And I knew it was the Lord. You see, Jesus said, when the spirits come, he'll not speak of himself. Whatever he hears, that shall he speak. Whatever he hears Jesus say, he'll speak it. Well, he may speak it where you actually hear it with your spirit, or he just may speak it to your spirit. You didn't hear it, but then the voice of your own spirit, which is that still, small voice, or your inward voice, or your conscience will speak that to you. Now, I, I know I was born again. I was, I, I was in church all my life. I can't remember the first time I went to church. Just as far as I know, I've been going to church all my life. I can't remember, see, because my folks went to church. And, and I was brought up in the Southern Baptist Church. I can't remember the first time I prayed. It's just as far as I can remember, I prayed all my life. I was taught to pray. Then not only that, but before I reached the age of accountability and sin, my spirit was in tune and in contact with God. All children's spirits are. Now wait a minute, this is clear something up for us. 
I heard some ignoramus. And I don't know, I don't mean to be unkind, but I have strong feelings about these things because they're so misleading. Some ignoramus preaching on the radio. He said the children of all unsaved people are lost and going to hell. Even little babies. And if the rapture takes place, the little babies and the little children, you see, those who haven't reached the age of accountability, they'll not go in the rapture. Yes, they will. I'll prove it to you. Got your Bibles there? Can you read? <laughs> All right, open your Bibles here to Romans. To the seventh, eight chapters. Look at verse nine of the seventh chapter of Romans. For I was alive. You're not talking about physically alive, you're talking about spiritually alive. Without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Not talking about physical death, talking about spiritual death. Paul said, now let's go back and show you something here. The spirit comes from God, for God is spirit. He didn't put an unregenerate spirit into a baby. Are you listening to it? That's part that's like God. He put a part of himself in there. And that baby, every baby, it don't matter if, it don't matter if it's a heathen in Africa. Until they reach an age of accountability where they know right from wrong, their spirit is alive to God. He said, I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, when the commandment came, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not defraud, you, if so on and so forth. Sin revived because of the fallen nature of man in his spirit, in his body. Sin revived and I died. That's the reason you need to be born again. Are you listening? Now wait a minute. Here's something else that'll solve something for you that'll help you immeasurably. And here's something you've never seen. I was just as guilty of it as you were. And I've got some teaching along this line I've never given. You hear us say, I've said it. Well, I never have said it since 1952. I haven't said it in 25 years. I'll learn better. Come and get saved and get born again. Get your name written down in heaven. Only people whose name's written down in heaven and born again is going to heaven. Well, now wait a minute. If that's not so, then no babies, even if they're babies of, or, or little children of saved people or preacher's kids. And if they died, they didn't go to heaven because they hadn't been born again. You don't get your name written in heaven because you're born again. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Go through your Bible and search that out. I did in 1952. It astounded me. I had to quit saying some things I was saying. Nothing said in the Bible when your name's written down. It talks about your name being blotted out, not written down. You get up there to the white throne judgment and the books were open. This isn't Christians. Death and hell, spiritual death and hell gave up the dead which were in them. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And everyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. These are sinners that they're looking in the book of life, see if their name's in there. What in the world are they looking in there for? Because you see, every God could have made this world and peopled it instantly, populated with people. But he planned a family and he gave man the privilege of bringing his family into existence. He planned everybody to be in his family. And every time they're born, he puts their name down in his book. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering This Is The Day, a single DVD by Kenneth E. Hagen. A book by Kenneth W. Hagen entitled Avoiding the Trap of Being Offended. And lastly, a single CD by Lynette Hagen called Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. All these items at the special discounted price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you hear me say all the time, thank you for helping us bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Well, we have word partners. And a word partner is a person that prays for us regularly. Yes. And then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever they can afford, to help us to keep Rama going. It helps pay the tuition for Part of the tuition. Part of the tuition. We keep our tuition low no, at Rhema Bible Training. For the Rhema Bible Training yes. Center. It helps us to travel all over and do these conferences, go all over. That when we say thank you for helping us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.